All right, welcome to Lion's very first podcast. Charlie, what are we calling this thing? Ken, I'm not, to be honest, sure. And I think I'm going to take the same strategy. I was telling my wife, we're going to have a strategy um, when we have our first child. We're not pregnant yet, but looking forward to that hopefully one day. I don't think I'm going to name the kid right away. I think I'm going to give it a few weeks and sort of ask myself, what do I feel like this person's name is? So if it's cool with you, let's let's do the same thing here. Because, I mean, this is really, this podcast is our baby, right, Ken? Absolutely. It's a very, very <laughs> cute little baby. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's, we're going to dig into revenue growth today. But first, let's do a quick introduction of who these people are staring at you. Uh, my name is Ken Pittman. I lead marketing here at Line, and Charlie is a co-founder. I'll let you introduce yourself. Sure. Yeah. My name is Charlie Wynn, co-founder at Line, role as chief revenue officer, which means I just do any anything customer-facing uh, pre or post-sale I, uh, I'm involved with. Very cool. And Charlie's an awesome guy. So today, we're going to run through a framework for revenue growth uh, with specialty practices in particular. And Charlie has a nice, beautiful graphic he can throw up um, to show the revenue growth hourglass, as we're calling it. And we will be diving through each of these points with some industry experts coming up. But for now, we're going to give kind of an overview. So, Charlie, do you want to kind of let us know what we're talking about today? Yes, I would love to. I'll put I'll pull the visual up in a second. And for those that are just listening and not watching, um, we'll paint a picture with uh, with words here. So real quick on the problem that we're trying to solve with the, the first series of episodes. And as Ken mentioned, we'll have some experts come in and we'll, we'll dive into each of the areas of this uh, framework. Um, basically, what we've learned, we, we work with healthcare specialty practices and have a lot of conversations with them about you know the business and things that they're focused on. And um, what I what I find is everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants to get more patients. They want to generate more revenue. And what happens is they'll get to the end of a month or a quarter, look at where they were with their uh, their revenue and revenue growth in that time period. And maybe sometimes it's, it was a great quarter, right? But they look back and they're like, "What? What? how did all that happen? Like, what am I going to focus on next to get to the next level? And most people tell us that's pretty daunting because... Especially if you're if you're a provider or a practitioner and you manage the business, it's really hard to think about this. And even if you're not, there's just a lot going on that ultimately leads to whether or not revenue is um, you know is growing. Um, and so it's difficult to know what the next step is. So what we've seen from practices that consistently are growing is they you know they really organize what they should focus on. They're just more organized than practices that aren't as successful uh, because the ones that are unorganized, like it's, it's like a big blob of stuff that they could focus on and uh, they feel a little bit overwhelmed. So the revenue growth hourglass, what is that? That is a context, a framework, a structure that we put together based on our learnings from really successful practices across the country. Um, it helps you to be organized on thinking through five sort of levers that you could pull to uh, to get more revenue into the practice. Um, and what's great about that is 
that enables you to focus on the right things at the right time, which takes less time than if you're not organized. Uh, and so that's what we're going to walk through here in just a second. How does that sound, Ken? Oh, that sounds exciting. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. So if you're watching, you can see this. If you're just listening, I've got an hourglass shape uh, slot on, on the slide here. And um, the top of it is a little bit shorter than the bottom. And there's five uh, steps or um, elements inside of this hourglass. So think about it as I want to grow revenue in my practice. What There's five things that I could do that will help me to grow. The first is you could get more leads. Marketing, that's what Ken does. <laughs> uh, all the strategies that you're doing, the investment you're making, the, the marketing partners or agency that you use, that's an entire topic, right? How do I get more leads into my practice, people reaching out to me? Um, and so we'll dive into that one later in a future episode. The second one, this is our area of expertise, uh, is schedule more consults or appointments. So when you're getting leads, then there's that bridge of lead to booked appointment or consult. What all is going on there? What are the things you can focus on there to improve that conversion rate and have more people come into your practice um, and have an opportunity to, to, to get them to move forward? Third, now we're at the appointment consult level and we're scheduling more services or treatments. So converting more of those consults or appointments into a patient that generate actually generates revenue. Uh, the fourth one is more revenue per service. So in the sales world, we call this a larger package size. People are on average buying more from you. A good example would be in aesthetics. People may have a you know area of concern that they want to talk with you about. Uh, and in the course of the conversation, when you're having a consult, you can introduce them to other things that are related. And so instead of people spending on average $750, all of a sudden it's $1250. And obviously that's going to do a lot for your revenue growth. And then the fifth one is related to the lifetime value of a patient. So they come in, they, they get something uh, done, and they have such a good experience that they continue to come back to you over time. Um, also word of mouth is a big piece here, right? If people are having a great experience in the practice, they're more likely to tell other people, uh, about that experience. And the reason that this is an hourglass and it sort of fans out on the bottom is if you do a good job with those patients, then it's, it's not, you know, they're not just worth one amount of revenue. They keep expanding over time. So those are the five things, get more leads, schedule more consults schedule more services, higher conversion rate of, of consult to service, four, more revenue per service, five, schedule additional services over time, and thus increase the lifetime value of a patient. That's it. Awesome. Ken? Yeah, it's uh, it's so simple when you break it down, isn't it? Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to have some experts uh, come in and lead us through some more you know, advice, tips, what's yeah. worked for them on all of this. Yeah, I think we're going to have a good a good group. I'm excited as well. We've just met so many, um, you know, just with like the first one, right? Get more leads. We partner with a lot of marketing agencies, and there's some there's some really smart uh, and effective people out there on the marketing side. So we'll have them in here. We know a lot of practices really well, and when you think about, um, especially that consult to service conversion rate, 
there's a few folks in particular that are just amazing at that. So I think just having the people that are actually doing well in these categories talk about what they're doing is going to be really interesting and also just effective. Like if you implement the things you hear us talk about in this podcast, you just simply are going to are going to grow your revenue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, awesome. Well, make sure you're following us so you can catch those new episodes. And in the meantime, Charlie, this unnamed baby that we have, would you say this is a very cute little baby or is this like only a parents could love this baby? I don't know. I feel like that's for the people to decide. So I think we'll find out soon enough. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) awesome. Well, thanks, Charlie. And thanks everyone for checking us out. We'll see you next time.